127 of the Nerd Info Podcast. My name's Andrew Gulag. With me is... Nick Clattenburg. All right. That was a happy accident right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, perfect. You're like, hey, 41 seconds. Get right in there. <laughs> you should just fucking... We should just like make a version that is cut at one at a certain point so you don't have to fuck with it weekly. Yeah. It'd be... It would I, just like put together... I'll just do it one day on there and just fucking send you the files and just have it just a playlist so you don't have to do anything just, and they're all cut perfectly. Just hit yeah. next... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and do them only thirty seconds from those points. Right, yeah. Just uh, let them taper. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Uh, oh, we getting loose. We're drinking some Huffbrow, Huffbrow, Huffbrow original established fifteen eighty nine. Oh man, you know that that was made with a lot of white paint. It makes me feel medieval, dude. Bunch of fucking German cabbage farmers just fucking. Making a bunch of beer in their castles. I don't know. The, where the fuck the farmers live? Smashing a bunch of cabbage into beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hofbrau original cabbage beer. <laughs> We're going to get sued by them. <laughs> that yeah. would be amazing. I'll take it. Because fuck I, yeah. Any uh, attention from any company I would, would blow me away. Yep. We get sued by fucking uh, WWE for using so much of their licensed oh. music constantly. Like a, We have a, 127 episodes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Matt and Shane Secret Podcast, they just changed their uh, uh, intro music. Yeah. Because for the entire show, they're on episode like 135 now, they, their intro music has been Wow Wow West by Will Smith. <laughs> just because it's a hilarious, dumb song to have. No shit. And they just changed it with this week's newest episode. They're like, yeah, we can't use that music anymore because we don't want to get in trouble because they're actually getting like popular now. Yeah. And like they have a Patreon and shit like that. So now they're just using some like. Uh, uh, you know, like stock music. Yeah, like they, something generic. Yeah, they bought some like they got some like stock music, and then uh, they just added some like random. One of the Matt McCusker, one of the hosts, just added a bunch of like random synthesizer notes to it. <laughs> so it's just like some weird, ominous sounding like sci-fi esque music. 80s. Yeah, yeah, like drug trip music. Eighties love the synth, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Rocking them Casios. Mm. Like that horse song that L. Ron Hubbard made. I, we played it like a long time yeah, ago. We did. But, oh, God. That, but yeah, that thing that like Casio that he created that on yep. is like fucking, it was like $25,000. Oh, yeah. At the time. At the time. Which oh, yeah. is nuts. So it's like more than a house would be now. Yeah. Those were the 80s. Uh, yeah, cocaine and horse songs, Ooh, baby. Horse songs. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Synths. Synths. Uh,. All right, so uh, you watched anything this week? I did watch something. I know you watched at least one thing. I did watch, I watched some Black Mirror. All right. Wow. I watched some Black Fucking wow, man. <laughs> yeah. Right off the rip. Yeah. You know, I was like, at first I was like... Miss me with that gay shit, dog. <laughs> Before we even get to that, I was like... <laughs> I love well, saying I, miss me with what I was so funny. <laughs> I don't know how immediately the second you go into is being like, they were gay in there. Yeah, they were gay. gay. It was about gay people. Yo, they're gay and black. It's nuts. Didn't know they existed. Actually, it's not true. Some of fucking, like, you ever see, like, a really flamboyant black gay dude? They can be the most flamboyant of the gay people. Oh, absolutely. There's one that we ran into a couple times at the garden downtown. And he, like, loved me and Megan and, like, our other friends for some reason. And then he, like, also got in a fight every week he was there. But he was, like, super flamboyantly gay. Was it, like, a really sweet. tall, skinny dude? No, nah, no, nah, he wasn't tall and skinny. Okay. He was, like, average height, a little, a little thick. 
And uh, yep. I, love, I love how you put the emphasis <laughs> on that. A little yick. Yeah. Yick. And like uh, Odell Beckham hair. Oh, yeah. All right. And just apparently loving the dicks, dog. Loving it, man. Getting loving it. Donged out. Getting donged. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna be a new one. We're gonna have to come up. Where's the throw that in there every once in a while? That's from like it's from Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Fuck, we can't it's, it's use not, it. Well, it's not from that. I just heard Shane Gillis say it once, and I thought it was hilarious, and it's been stuck in my brain. All right, fuck it. Let's take it. All right, it's us. We came uh, up with it. Fine. I don't uh, know who Shane Gillis is. <laughs> I used uh, well, not used. Uh, I watched Black Mirror. Yeah. The newest season. Um. I thought it was good. I thought it started off pretty good, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's just kind of about, like, two old friends. And addicted to Street Fighter. Addicted to some Street Fighter-esque game. Playing until, like, six, seven in the fucking morning. Oh, my God. And he was just getting his ass handed to it. I know. What the like, fuck? Like, why would you keep playing? That was that fun. You know, I remember when I used to play with Josh when we were kids. He'd beat me two, three times. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Why? This ain't fun. You know, it's not like you just lost in NBA jams. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, that shit. I mean, I did lose. You play, uh, yeah, I know, but so I mean, Josh beat the shit out of me. Nowadays, if you play against the dream team, mm. me and you, it's over. Don't even fucking stop the game. Fucking bulls, man. Pray to God you don't got to pay for that game too, oh, because shit. you know that's gonna be wasted fifty cents just to oh, make absolutely. make yourself depressed. Oh yeah, yeah. Why do you want to do that to yourself? I'm telling you that right now. Why? I gotta get an NBA Jam cabinet one day, dude. <laughs> play it nonstop. Yeah, every fucking a future podcast just recorded around the NBA Jam cabinet and just us playing. Just oh, yeah. the audio only oh, yeah. of us playing NBA Jam. Yeah, you know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, that big fucking dunk, dude. That triple, that triple somersault. Dude, there, yeah. was, there was points where I was like, "Shit, he's in perfect line." Pass the ball! <laughs> and then just all flipped and boom! Feed me the rock! <laughs> oh, God. That's man. still, and I know we're reminiscing right now. Yes. That was still the greatest shot Fuck in yeah. NBA Jam's history. Solid fucking full court shot to not go into double overtime, was it? Double overtime. Yeah, what did it go into double? 50 50. Yeah. And just fucking. And nope. I just, I fucking, I, you, you yelled in my ear, you were like, <laughs> right as that cl- fucking clock's ticking down, straight through the fucking. It just that that moment reminded me of Semi Pro when uh you you've seen Semi-Pro. I've seen Semi Pro. Yeah. You remember the the guy, the guy that was passed out holding the ball at the free throw line? Well, no, the half court line. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they they do just, like the contest thing. And he was just come on, Dukes. He <laughs> yeah. Fires the ball, goes right in. It reminds me of that. That reminds me of fucking uh, basketball. When yes. he's sitting, he's like passed out because he was drunk as fuck, and he's like going for a home run, and then all of a sudden, so an air horn goes off and he goes, and just fucking throws the ball up. Except it does not go in; it fucking like goes out of the fucking stadium. Oh, but, um, yeah, that moment single-handedly gr- greatest greatest moment in probably the last decade. Probably one of my greatest arcade moments of oh, all time. Oh, absolutely! I can't remember any other triumphant moments like that in the arcade as a kid. Mostly yep. it was just wasting money on the X-Men game and yep. dying over and over again. I think the most triumphant I had before that was Skee-Ball. And mm. I think I got like three 100s in a row. Nice. I ooh. like that, And that was it. Like that was my heyday. I was maybe like... 100 the dead center, right? And then 500 is the tiny ones on the uh, sides? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible at Skee-Ball. But I was talking all kinds of shit to uh, Zero and someone else we were with at the at Free Play in Providence. Yeah. Uh, arcade, the Barcade. 
and like they kept he kept trying to fu- like they kept just playing it's free so they kept just trying to get the fucking 500 one and i was like you guys fucking suck you're terrible dude i was like watch it watch how it's really done i grabbed one ball get it in the 500 he's like well you went left-handed i was like i am left-handed doesn't fucking matter and i was like fine i grabbed another ball go right-handed that one also went in the 500 i was like get the fuck out of here and i was like all right never touching a ski ball again because i know i'm terrible and that was complete luck <laughs> You should put a fucking scratch ticket right there. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. That's probably the first two, the two only times I've ever gotten it, actually gotten it in the 500. And then it came at a great time. It was uh, drunk and trying to fucking show off and make Sarah look like a bitch. It worked. <laughs> Success. He's never recovered, dude. Nope. I think he killed himself. <laughs> nah, I would, I would fucking, I would kill myself if Sarah killed himself. I was going to say, I was like. Especially because of me. <laughs> I was going to say, Sarah can't kill himself. Fuck no, dude. Zero is eternal. Zero might injure himself killing himself. <laughs> yeah. I can see Zero botching a suicide and just being left lame. Goes out to the woods, you hear. <laughs> the fuck was the second shot? He just comes like a limping out with blood all over his jeans. I can't stop bleeding. <laughs> That's pretty good to react to an I can't. I can never stop talking when I'm around Zero. I can't stop talking like Zero and repeating back to him whatever he says. Oh, it's funny God. that Josh uh, Gomes pointed that out on my bachelor party. He was like, "Whatever he says, you just say it back to him in his voice." I was like, "I can't help it. I just yeah. need to like bully him constantly." <laughs> he says, hey, "He's like, hey, uh, hey, what's up, Andrew? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Andrew? How you doing? <laughs> Every fu- no matter what he says, I fucking love that kid. I haven't seen him in a while. I gotta fucking. I should call him up." Get him down here. Get him on the fucking podcast one week, dude. Wow. That should happen. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If I can get him to like take a Friday off or something like that, he'd fucking come down for the podcast. 100%. No problem. That'd be amazing. I'll try to get him on uh, in a couple weeks. We've already had Kurt on there. I know. So. So get him on here. Get fucking. should get Ingot on here at some point, too. I'm playing golf with Ingot tomorrow. Yeah, I'll talk to him tomorrow. That fucking zip. (laughs) That fucking nip. (laughs) Still think that video. I was like. Oh, oh God! Still on my phone. That's the happiest Google live. Yeah. So for those, I don't think we, I don't know if we told it. We probably told the story. I think we did. A refresher of a hilarious story and a hilarious video that's on my phone. Well, go back a little bit further to the fact that John has been calling him that his whole entire life. Yes. Is yeah. Uh, and it slowly has rubbed off to everybody. Me, me, John, and Inga have been best friends since like. Oh, me and John have been best friends since like we were born. And then uh, Ingot got folded into our group in like seventh grade or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's just been, John just refers to him as Gook constantly. I mean, we all have pretty much, but he's still in, we're full blown adults and he's still in John's phone as Gook yep. to this day. Uh, he's Vietnamese, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're at the arcade in my bachelor party, the same arcade that the legendary NBA Jam game took yes. place. And all other previous NBA Jam games where we smoked everyone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're outside, and this happened the weekend we were there. It happened to be some, like, gay pride weekend in Montreal. We were in Montreal. Yes. And uh, so there's, like, some gay pride, like, festival happening in the street that is the that the arcade is it on. It's like so a block party. Yeah, so the street's all closed down. There's all kinds of shit going on. And at one point, there's, like, a massive, like, Just Dance party, like the video game. And so it's just rows of people all dancing and shit, and Ingot was all hammered, and he's like, oh, I gotta go get in on this. And he, Dude, that boy's got some moves. Oh, Ingot, Ingot can dance, dude. He used to break dance, like, all, like all other Asians used to do. In middle school, he was, was a break dancer. Great, great stereotype. Hell yeah, it's true, dude. Stereotypes come from somewhere. Yeah, that is true. He's an excellent dancer. Very, very true. Um, so he's fucking out there dancing amongst all the homosexuals, and uh, he... And I just take a video of him dancing, and then right before the video cuts off, as he's dancing, 
you just hear Nick like behind me going, "That's the happiest gook alive!" And then the video just cuts. It's so fucking funny, dude. To, to, Classic to, video. To my defense, <laughs> John kept saying it all night. <laughs> Just, and he I forgot was, what his actual name was. <laughs> I was hammered as shit. And the only thing that John said, like, maybe five seconds before that, was like, what the fuck is that gook doing? Yeah, yeah. And I just instantly, I just turn around, and I'm like, happy as a gook. <laughs> Which, uh, I'm honestly surprised. I, I, you know what? I, I have to fess up and say that I, I said that. But yeah, oh, yeah. Don't really remember too much of it. <laughs> we know who it was about, and you can say, and we've said it to his face many times. He does not take offense, so I no. feel nothing about that. That's fine. No, he loves it. Well, I don't know about love. Big fan. I'm gonna be calling that a lot tomorrow on the golf course. <laughs> All day. Yeah. This fucking it's goddamn mic stand is pissing me off. The thing like loosened up so it doesn't fucking stay up anymore. <laughs> you see? Goddamn comedy show over there. Alright, that's it should stay there. Okay, that's fine. I might have to swap this stand out with one of the <laughs> other fucking ones. Hilarious. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you hear like a slam, it's just the microphone falling down constantly. And bashing you off the cr- off your crotch. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking tapping me in the crank. That's why it sounds like it's hitting the softest pillow in the world. <laughs> oh. Uh, follow up. So um, Black Mirror. Yeah, it's back to Black Mirror. Yeah, they were on some gay shit, dude. But yeah, so uh miss me with that sweet stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was good. It took a very weird twist fast. Yeah, so uh for those who haven't watched it, obviously you've already kind of spoiled it by saying it's all about gay shit the first episode. Yes. But we're gonna get further into what it's about. So we said the dudes are like just playing Street Fighter yeah, and stuff like that. They're just playing Street Fighter and that's like the reason why they're best of friends right. and then what was it, 10 years go by or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, like a decade goes by and, you know, he, one of the guys has a family, Anthony Mackey has a family. Yeah. Uh, his friend is still very much like a playboy type character. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they they go into the world of VR fighting. Yep. And, which I thought was so fucking cool because it, was, it wasn't just putting on the goggles and you simulate fighting. Yeah. It was you were fighting. Yeah, it's the same technology that's shown in the first episode of the last season, the Star Trek episode. Yes. That was last season, right? Yes, it the was. The first episode of last season. It's that same technology where you stick the little magnet on your temple and then uh, you just like zonk the fuck out. You yep. just <laughs> you just like It was so weird. Like you just booted a bunch of heroin, you just fucking and you just pass out on the couch. And, uh, yeah, so it's like you're fully in the fucking game. Yep. That's not like uh, what actual VR is right now. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then, so they're playing this fucking VR game. The first night they... So, yeah, he bought... They bonded over this game when it was a regular game. Ten years later, they come over for Anthony Mackie's birthday party. Yep. The, the friend it's, comes it's over. It's the ten-year anniversary of the game. Yeah, and uh, he had he's bought him the game and the new VR uh, component that lets you play the game in VR. So then, like, that night or soon thereafter... They decide to both hop on the game together and uh, play this VR. Sh- it's basically Street Fighter. It's a knockoff of Street yes. Fighter, and um, it's called Striking Vipers. <laughs> it's. I would play that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I would. It just. It just sounds something wonderful. Yeah, and so they uh, they play this game. They fight each other. They see that it, it's uh, the the. Anthony Mackie with the family and everything plays as basically the Ryu character. Yes. And then uh, the other, the friend plays as basically a Chun Li character, um, who is actually Mantis from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. That's why that, she looks so yeah, familiar. That's the actress. Um, and uh, they they fight like one or two matches, and then 
they just fucking start making out and then fucking each other. That was the thing that, like, immediately at first I was like, oh, they're kissing. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are dudes. It's two dudes. I was like, what the fuck? They're best friends. Not and in my it, Bible. And then it just disappears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they're, like, both going to, like, go back into the game and actually play. Yeah. And then, like, not even get within an inch of each other. Yeah. And then just start, like, you know... It's fuck time. Oh, yeah. This game is no it's, longer about fighting at no, all. No, it's fuck o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. They, they basically, as it progresses, they become addicted to it. Yes. Basically addicted to fucking each other. And Anthony Mackie is, like, no longer fucking his wife and shit like that. And she thinks, like, something's up and thinks that he's cheating on her, which, I mean, he kind of is. Kind of. If VR's that realistic... Yeah, you cheat. Like yeah. if it's just like actual fucking. Oh yeah, you say a different if, body. Yeah, if you're just feeling, uh, excuse me, feeling the same sensations, but you're in like a, a sleeve. Yeah, you're still doing it. Right. Uh, so yeah, then they uh, in one of the best moments of the show, that when Anthony Mackie's trying to kick the habit or find out what the fuck he's feeling about fucking his best friend oh, constantly, God. they meet up in a rainy back street, like a rainy alley. And he gets out of the car, and the friend meets him, and he gets out of the car, and he's like, I'm not going to fight you. And they, they, you quickly find out that they're not there to fight. They're there to kiss each other in real life and see what the fuck is up, if they're gay as fuck or not. And one of the best gifts you will see online is Anthony Mackie standing in the rain just going, just fucking kiss me, man. <laughs> is that's what he says. That's going to be a part of so many Marvels, <laughs> Marvel ones. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, he uh, they kiss each other and they feel nothing. And so he tries to, I think, it basically, like, at the end, it kind of seems like he came clean to his wife about what the fuck was yeah, going on. Yeah, he came clean to her and then uh, they both had, like, one scheduled day, like a month. Yeah. Where she wasn't married. She could go out to the bar. Yeah. And he could fuck his Fuck friend. his friend. <laughs> he could fuck his male friend. It's still, it's just weird to, to like... How, how the VR thing would work with it. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, you you deep down know that that's the person on the other end, but yeah. appearance-wise, not. Nah. Right, yeah. It's just weird. It, is, it makes you wonder how much of, uh, how much was out of their mind of who they were actually interacting with. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the friend was, like, addicted to being fucked as a woman. Yes. Because he's obviously a man in real life. So, uh, yeah, that was a whole but he other was, like, describing it. He was like, oh, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought... I saw Ramey shit up my ass. It ain't the same. I, <laughs> I thought at one point they were going to switch roles. I did, too. They never even switched characters. They no. They roles. Like, there's other... Ca- you could be a different girl and a different guy. But, nah, they were just fucking... It would be crazy to see, like, uh, excuse me, like a Blanc. I was just going to say that. <laughs> fucking Blanc is just railing Dalsim in the ass. <laughs> 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 just electrocuting the shit out of his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ken coming in, dragon punching people right up the pooper. Oh, yeah. Who else you got? You got fucking E-Honda just sitting on people's faces. M. Bison. M. Bi- M. Bison. <laughs> Floating around. Guile throwing sonic booms. That's true. <laughs> Who else is in there? Uh, Cammy. Zangief. Oh, shit, dude. Jesus Christ. Zangief has to fuck a dude. He's the, he's the epitome of a big gay bear, dude. I was just dude. about to say, he's the, he's the video game version of the mountain. Yeah, he's like, he's like a hairy mountain that definitely goes to gay BDSM clubs. 100%. He's like, Hell yeah. He's a big old hairy leather daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, shit. But, but yeah. yeah, 
they never changed characters. They never swapped roles. Yeah, right. I figured Anthony, after he described, like, how it's weird feeling getting fucked as a woman because he doesn't have a yeah. vagina, you feel like Anthony Mackie would be like, well, I want to see what that's like. But he was like, nah, I'm not gay, dude. You're gay. <laughs> I want to get fucked by a man. Fucking gay bitch. But the funny part was, even after they, they kissed, yeah. you know, he was like, all right, well... We didn't feel anything. Like, can we still do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like instantly, like went right back in. Yeah, can you still fuck me though? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, look, like we we, we're not like gay, but can you still do it? Yeah, it's like no. I was wondering where it was gonna go if they actually liked it when they kissed each other, and it was like. All right, yeah, I'm gonna divorce my wife and kill my kids, and now we're just gonna fucking be gay with each other. I thought there was gonna be a dark turn to that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be him like going insane yeah. and like losing his mind over this. Relatively happy ending for a lot of Black Mirror episodes. Don't have very happy. Yeah, endings. it kind of wrapped it up in a nice little bow. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, so, and then you watched the third episode of Black Mirror, the uh, yes, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too. It's yes, called? yeah, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I did. I, at first, I was like, "All right, I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan at all." But it was pretty cool how they, how she showed her role in there. Right. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. You know how she was like a pop star who didn't want to be a pop star anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her uh, acting was definitely like up to par with Black Mirror standards. It was yes. Actually, it was actually good, which was something that I was concerned about. Yeah. You know, at first, I was kind of like, "All right, well, see where it goes." Right. And I'm like, "This is kind of corny." Yeah. And then it gets kind of... It was supposed little, to be corny. It was supposed to be so corny. So they nailed, they nailed it, apparently. Yeah, they nailed the corny part, but then it took that darker turn. Right. Yeah, and I I, I love watching... I wish Black Mirror was one of those shows that they could put out 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, you can... There, there's no conjoining story. Yeah. No, well, excuse me, no overarching story. Yeah, there's an overarching, overarching world. Yes. In some of them, not like, all Like, you know, with the VR thing, yeah. and then the... Uh, what was the other one? They had the. Um, I think they had they, the the security thing. Yeah, they recorded like everything they saw. They like, recorded everything they saw. Was, that's the very first episode of the first season, the complete history of you, where the guys yes. like the guys like thinks his uh, wife is cheating on him and shit like that, and he's like, yeah, they record everything on their eyes. So yeah, I think they've used that in yep. multiple episodes. They've also used like the whole transferring of consciousness, like making a copy of someone's mind yes. into an AI, which actually was in the uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, Yes, one, it was. Because basically that turned out to be what the little Ashley 2 robots that they made. So Miley Cyrus plays a pop star named Ashley O. And they come, she's like a huge sensation. And they come out with a toy called Ashley 2. And it's basically like a an Alexa type little robot. That, well, not even. It's more like a toy because you can talk to it and yeah, it talks back. Yeah, you can back. talk to it, but it's very much like an uh, interactive like an Alexa. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a talking Furby almost. Yeah, it's like a Furby mixed with an Alexa. Yeah, but you find out that it has, it's an actual copy of like it's an AI copy of Ashley O's brain. Yes. Uh, that they just uh, you find out at the end that they just like partitioned it, basically put like a limiter on it so that she can only do certain things. It wasn't like her full unlocked brain. Yes. Um. So yeah, Ashley O is like uh, she doesn't want to be a pop star anymore. She like lives with her aunt who raised her and stuff like that. And then uh, her aunt is basically like super greedy and shit. And oh yeah, she's selling her fucking uh, niece down the river. Yeah, she's her manager. So basically, when she wants to get out of it, she like poisons her food and then keeps her in like a coma. And they have this weird technology that can like pull songs from her brain as she's in a coma, so they yep. keep so they can still produce music. And then they had Ashley Eternal. Yeah, the like, hologram. The hologram of it. Yeah, so that the aunt could keep it going with her out of the picture. They were gonna kill her anyways. Like yeah. keep her in a coma and then kill her. Uh, once the new album came out and uh, Ashley Eternal came out, but then. Uh, 
Yeah, somehow the uh, Ashley 2 robot gets, like, the limiter taken off. I forget how. How did that even happen? Uh, what happened was they were showing, like, some, like, videos of her brain or her brain activity and all this other stuff. And the robot, I guess, read it. And yeah. it was, like, blinking its eyes and kind of somehow went, like, Ultron yeah. on it. Where it, like, read its own genetic code. Yeah. And then unlocked the whole entire brain. Okay, yeah. So, and that's how she was able to interact with everybody as yeah. her own consciousness. Right. Um, so, yeah, then uh, the, the little girl who's, like, one of the, the other star, basically, she's a huge Ashley O fan, and she has the Ashley 2, and then once the Ashley 2 has unlocked her consciousness... I was hoping the sisters were going to get it on, though. Yeah, I thought they were going to do some sick-ass 14-year-old scissoring dude. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> so that was the only thing I was into it for. I was like, they did a gay shit in the first episode. Why not some petter-ass shit in the last one? <laughs> but they didn't get into it, unfortunately, so don't watch the episode, useless. Uh, but they end up going, uh, Ashley 2 takes them to go rescue, uh, Ashley O while she's, like, in a coma. They try to, like, rescue her from her hospital bed, which they basically end up doing, and they crash, like, the whole press conference where they're launching Ashley Eternal, and, uh, the, uh, it, 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 almost, like, besides the final scene, it pretty much ends with Ashley O getting out of the car after the aunt said she's, like, in a coma or dead or dying or yes. something like that, and the aunt just goes, fuck. Yep. And, and then... <laughs> it cuts out, but then you see, uh, what is that, Miley Cyrus's character, yep. uh, Ashley. Yep. O, or just yeah. regular Ashley. Because right. there's Ashley 2, but... Ashley O is her. Ashley 2 is the doll, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's, it's, there's too much Ashley. Too, ma- too many Ashleys. There's too many Ashleys. Human Ashley. It's like hanging around Hot Wheels again. There's too many Ashleys. <laughs> there's too many Ashleys. <laughs> Ashleys and Chads, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> what I grew up around. Um, every kid was named Chad. Chad. Chad and Blake. Yeah, <laughs> fucking white boys. Um, but um, yeah, so she turned into be more like a, a grunge type rock singer. Yeah, she's playing like grunge, like punk rock at like a little small local show, like basically doing what she wants musically instead of being yes. exploited as a pop star. So uh, again, another surprisingly happy ending. Yes, for uh, the protagonist of the story. I did not watch the second episode. The second I started episode. watching it. Didn't really interest me off the rip. It's fine. I really can't even remember how it ended. It's basically the guy, uh, he, it's called Smithereens, right? Yes. Yeah, the guy uh, kidnaps a dude, he, like, he's an Uber driver, basically, except it's not called Uber, and he uh, waits outside this building all day long looking for fares of people coming from this building because he wants to find someone who works for this certain company that is like a social media company, basically Facebook. And uh, he gets someone, kidnaps them, and then he is trying to basically ransom them to get on the phone with the creator of the social media thing. And uh, the reason that he wants to get in touch with the owner is because he feels like extreme guilt over. Uh, you find this out like way towards the end. What that like what he was going for the entire time is basically because uh, years ago he was driving with his fiance or his wife, and uh, she was like sleeping in the passenger seat, and he was super tired and like bored just driving. So he like look at his phone. He was like addicted to the the social media thing. Yes. And so he's looking at it and he got distracted and got in a car accident and he survived and his fiance died. So he's super guilty about uh, killing his fiance and like super depressed. And yeah, he wanted to talk to the, uh, the guy who created it and like, let him know what it does to people and shit like that. Jesus. So that's basically what it was. But he had no intention of hurting the person he kidnapped. He, like, so uh, he like did, he was planning on letting them go the whole time and shit like that. He just wanted to get his message message across and then kill himself. Which, that was his whole goal. I think, I think he did kill himself at the end. I can't really remember. But, okay. Yeah, so that was the second episode. It was okay. Not as, like, sci-fi crazy as a lot of the other Black Mirror episodes. Just kind of more 
Like, it's something that could happen now if someone was like, oh, yeah. some crazy person did Dude, the same thing there, because There of has Facebook. been times that I've been coming home from work, I'm on the highway, it's fucking pitch black out, mm-hmm. and you literally see people fucking scrolling, man. Like, it's, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, put on some fucking music, like, listen to a podcast, you can't fucking, you have to look at the road. Yeah. Listen to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like, li- listen to whatever, I do not care. If that's too boring for you and you can't fucking stay awake, then pull over and fucking catch some Z's, dude. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah, it's, I hate people looking at their phone while they drive and it drives me fucking nuts, dude. It is. And I see it every day, everyone sees it every day. Yeah, Like, course. every day I'm driving home or to, to or from work and I fucking see someone that, like, can't keep their car in between the fucking lines on the highway, and I'm like, what the fuck is this person doing? Inevitably, I pull up alongside them, and they're just fucking eyes up and down, up and down, up and down, looking at their fucking phone. Yep. And it's ridiculous. You know, and that's the thing, man, like, you know, because I've, I've had a couple close calls myself. Yeah. You know, I've seen people that have cut me off, and they're on their phone, either talking or doing something. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, like, you know, I have a huge fucking truck out there. You know, yeah. I could kill someone with that thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you can kill someone with a regular car. Yeah. But, I mean, a truck is a lot bigger of an object to kill with. Right. Like, I keep my phone on silent at all times. Not even vibrate. Just straight up silent. I've gotten to that point now, too. Yeah. I just leave it on silent all times so that, like, when I'm at work, I don't really miss anything because I have it on my desk so I see it light up if someone, like, texts or something like that. But that way, especially if I'm driving, like, I'll get phone calls because I'm listening to something yeah. like, through it so it'll cut my phone off because uh, there's, like, a call coming in but I have Bluetooth so I don't have to pick up the phone or anything like that. But if I get texts, I don't even fucking see them when I'm driving. It's just yeah. in my pocket when I'll answer them later. It's not going to be that urgent. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, people are just it's, disgustingly it's, irresponsible. It, really yes. drives, it drives me fucking nuts. It does. Like, I'm a piece of shit human being, immature, retired, but mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous. It is. There's just some things I don't do. I don't do anything dangerous, you know what I mean? No. Like, I'll, I'll say some retarded shit on a podcast, but nothing physically dangerous. No. Just shit that if anyone ever fi- if I ever got famous for some weird reason, then... Uh, this podcast would be very troublesome. <laughs> I was going to say, this thing is going to be the death now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if I ever got famous, it would be... For what? For what we're doing right now anyway. So, yes. I mean, it would just be par for the course once people look back and be like, oh, look at this old podcast that this retarded paid. Be like, oh my God, it was so uncensored. Damn, they said the retarded word several times in the episode. Retarded <laughs> word. Oh, uh, God. That's what I love about Shane. 23%. Oh, are you serious? I'm dead serious. God, I damn, just looked dude. over at just now. No, uh, Nick's laptop has been updating since before we started recording. Yes. Uh, updating Windows, just trying to like boot up, and it's at this point only 23% in. We're probably like 20 minutes into the fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I think when I started it, it was at what, 4? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, 4%, we're out to 23 now. That's probably less than a percent a minute. That's solid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wheel just keeps going around. <laughs> yeah, and then it opens. You're like, wow, uh, nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing <laughs> awesome. has changed. I deleted right? all my nugget porn, dude. Nug- that's probably why it's doing that. Hell, yeah, yeah. You need fucking every security update ever, dude. You're looking at some filthy-ass nugget porn. Like, this fucked your computer up. The nuggets have invaded. The nuggets have invaded. Dude, McDonald's should totally spo- sponsor nugget porn. It'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. These are like, or they should make like ad videos that they put in the nugget porn section of Pornhub, and people like open it, and it's just a fat dude just fucking dunking McNuggets in sauce and eating them slowly. <laughs> people are like, what the fuck, dude? I'm trying to beat off to a human to a human nugget. These nuggets don't even have heads. How am I supposed to jerk off to this? Being like, I don't care, still a nugget. Yeah, I'm still, I mean, I'm still obviously I already came, but I'm still complaining about it. <laughs> Time to hop in them comments, <laughs> like a sane person. Dude, I, lo- I love. Reading porn comments. Dude, porn comments are insane. They are hilarious. It's like 
I feel like it's either Indian men comments, like yes. the typical Indian man, what he would call That was a funny one. The the, the Instagram in, on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah. The movie poster of Indian in the cupboard, but it's a Indian guy saying, Show me vagin. Yeah, show show me show me some vagin. <laughs> oh god. Um uh, yeah, it's it's just basically that, or it's like shit that's in Russian or something. Oh yeah, uh, it's like super hot. Who, who is she? Or it's other dudes like that dude's not fucking her good enough. I would fucking come all over her hairy asshole. Like it's just people saying it's vile, a- ridiculous shit. Oh yeah, and it's like you keyboard def- warriors, man. Yeah, it's definitely people that have giant pimply asses and Ugh. like are two months away from starring in their own My Six Hundred Pound Life Life episode. Like it's definitely what it is. Is that what you got for your uh, for your watching? Of segment? course I do, dude. <laughs> of course, dude, I like do. that's literally all I fucking watch. Keep asking me dumb shit like that, dude. I'll cancel the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit me with those fucking stupid questions. You already know what you're getting in. Oh <laughs> uh, god! So did you watch anything else besides? Uh, uh, I watched uh, one episode of Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, he interviewed uh, Abby Martin, who's a journalist. Okay. And. Um, Pretty much mostly talking about current events and stuff that was going on. Yeah. Nothing too, too out of the ordinary. Mostly yeah. background noise. And uh, that's it for me. All right. I haven't watched anything else. I watched two things. And I, I, well, I, oh. does it count as watching if it's kind of like an audio story? Yeah, why not? I've thrown podcasts uh, in there in the past. I was so. going to say because like there's one that I've been watching. I know I might have mentioned it way back on earlier episodes. Mr. Nightmare? From YouTube? Did I ever, did I ever mentioned that before? Not that I can remember. What it is, what is it's all do? scary, spooky stories. Okay. Not like campfire stories, but like stories people will send in. Okay. Of shit that actually happened to them that scared the fuck out of them. Yeah. And it's just read in such like a monotone style voice. It's Mr. Nightmare that Mr. Like, Nightmare. He, he reads the stories. Yes, I guess he reads the stories and sometimes puts like clip art to it and stuff like that. Like Pregnant Clippy? Yeah. Okay, of course. Yes, exactly. Every episode is just a nightmare story about Pregnant Clippy <laughs> and how he's coming to get you, dude. He's trying to get knocked up again. <laughs> and again. Nasty ass Clippy. But, um, yeah, so that that would probably be the only other thing that I watched, but didn't really watch it. It was just background noise. Yeah. Like, it was on for like probably like a day or two, and I'm like... Alright, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> this point's me like, I don't know if I can go to the bathroom by myself. I'm getting spooked out, man. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, like I said, Black Mirror, uh, Joe Rogan Experience, uh, Mr. Nightmare. Alright. Um, sounds like a... Sh- that sounds like <laughs> the name of an album off like a King Diamond uh, album. Oh my god, King Diamond. <laughs> Mr. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. And thank you. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Renewing the Hawkbrow. Yes. I like these Fridays. It's cool on my tongue. <laughs> I like these Fridays. These Fridays are fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, Megan and I have continued to be addicted to My Six Hundred Pound Life. Um, I can't remember if last week we had already finished the main like episodes of Season 7 of My Six Hundred Pound Life. So we have officially seen all of the My Six Hundred Pound Life episodes. Fortunately... All of them? All of them. Fortunately, there's three seasons of My Six Hundred Pound Life, Where Are They Now?, on the TLC Go app. So we watched the newest season, season three. We watched all five episodes of that. And basically each episode follows from one to three people, follows up with them after their... So My Six Hundred Pound Life follows them for one year. And this ju- and Where Are They Now is just basically the same exact show, but it continues following them. Okay. Whether they're successful or not. 
So uh, let's hear some of them stories. So, so some of them, like uh, one of the girls, Sarah, was extremely successful to the point where, like, after at the end of like the second year of following her, she had gotten for, like she started at like seven hundred pounds. She had gone all the way down to like one eighty. Oh my god! And uh, hadn't gotten skin removal surgery yet, but when she did, was gonna probably get forty pounds of skin taken off. So she was pretty much down to a normal. Like a slightly above average weight for like her size, like 140 pounds without the skin. How tall was she? I don't, I don't remember, but like a clo- 140 pounds, close to a you normal know what? size. I don't care. Yeah, right, she yeah. Like seven to right. 140. Yeah, yeah. She went down to like at the You're average talking about over 600 pounds. Yeah, she went to a normal BMI basically. Yeah. So, which was fucking crazy. That is insane. One of the most successful people what, I've what, seen. What does the skin look like? The skin, skin, extremely loose. Like, uh, I mean. Mostly in the what bothers them the most usually is, is the, the arms. arms. So they lift up the arms and basically from elbow to shoulder, they're like tri- under their tricep. The skin just hangs down a solid like four inches, oh, like big ass wings, and then their stomach as well. Like they always have to yeah, wear like, compression clothing. Yeah. It's just like a fold, like hanging really far, like ten inches down from like their waist, like a big pocket of skin. Oh. So like yeah, they get they usually get all that taken off. Um, so that's for someone that was extremely successful. Now there's another episode. Uh, this episode was solely focused on this guy, I think. His name was Sean. I remember his regular episode of My Sister Found Life. His starting weight. Brace yourself here. His starting weight was 1,003 pounds. This man was 1,000 pounds. 1,000 pounds. You, you had to say that when the weed just hit. <laughs> wow! God damn it, dude. God. You can't hit me with shit like that when I'm on Saturn. That don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the weight of sand. You gotta let, you gotta let me put my feet on the earth. <laughs> what square root of this pot? <laughs> oh god! So yeah, he is. Oh over, my god! You, how, uh, over a thousand pounds. Thousand and three pounds. Thousand three. That is his start. That was his starting weight on his episode. Now during his episode, he did find. I immediately just right off the rip feel bad for him. Yeah, I he, just do because like, you know, I've I've fluctuated with weight over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and I know the struggles of. Dieting and the backward steps of fucking trying eat. to trying to change your habits yeah, and you're falling backwards a little bit. Exactly, you know, you two steps forward, one step back. It happens. Know? Yeah, it happens to everybody, but you know, never in that excess. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, the, my heaviest two almost two fifty. Right, was my heaviest. Yes, now, he was he was four of you at your heaviest. Yeah, four. That is fucking insane crazy so i i don't remember if he did end up getting the surgery but he did at one point get down to i think like 500 pounds which is nuts the fact that he lost 500 pounds and he was still a 500 pound man is still almost unfathomable it's so weird to think of it's so hard to think of that yeah now like Like, it's crazy he, that is insane. That's, he was still he lost five hundred pounds, a weight that most people never get to, and he was still super morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. Still, he was at like he lost five hundred pounds, and he was almost at the starting weight of some people on this fucking show. It is crazy. So he got down to like that, and then in the did it say how he got this big? I mean, the same, I mean, I assume this, I assume eating, but I don't know if they say like the, the same way they all get this big is basically they do they have like a tragic loss or something. Or? I, I don't. Yeah, see, a lot a lot of the cases, typically there is some kind of sexual abuse as a child. Okay, especially like the women that get that big. Typically, it's sexual abuse as a child. Uh, 
So, I mean, sometimes for the men, it's sexual abuse, too. Sometimes it's uh, some kind of, like, devastating loss, as, like, losing a parent or some family member or something or like child. that. Yeah, sometimes it's just sometimes it's just poor relationships with your parents. Maybe your parents are an alcoholic or a drug addict or something like that. Yeah, you find comfort in food. Yeah, there's usually something. Sometimes there's not really anything that should make a person be that devastated, and honestly, they're fucking mentally weak, dog. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> No, but uh, I, I, I don't... took a hard right just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but this guy, I don't remember what his problem was in particularly. But he was living with his mother, and his mother was, like, taking care of him. She was going through it's the... Delicious. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's really good. Hofbrau Original, dude. If you got it at a liquor store near you, imported from Germany, I think. Uh, it says, uh, Bavarian... Is, is Bavaria Germany? Or is that a different place? I honestly don't know. I'm fucking dumb as shit. Is that... Look it up. Topographically, I do not know. See, because it says Hofbrau Original, Munich special specialty. Now, Munich is in Germany, correct? Yes. Right. So, but uh, it said when I bought the beer, it said that it was Bavarian. So, I don't know if that's a different thing. or if Bavaria was... is Germany. Okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. it was German. Right, I thought it was German. I'm a fucking genius, dude. I'm the sm- I don't know why I doubted myself. I'm the fucking man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. You took a fucking <laughs> shot in the dock and hoped that you were fucking right Dude, right now. Yeah, it's called Hofbrau with a fucking umlaut over the A. It, that seems pretty German. It wasn't that like it wasn't that wild of a swing. Uh, but yeah, so it's German. If you got Hofbrau original near you, it's fucking delicious. Um, uh, actually, reminds me of this other English beer that uh, uh, I remember Jason and my sister had at the bar down the street from Free Play in Providence that we went to for dinner. Yes, Old Speckled Hen. It's like a, just an old English beer. This tastes very similar to it, honestly. And then Jason really liked it. I remember he bought a sixer of it and had it at like my dad's house, and I had one there. But uh, yeah, pretty similar to that. These old ass fucking European beers, dude. These fucking Ooh, stood old the, stood the test of time is what they did. White boy beers. <laughs> uh. The fuck was I talking about before we said mentioned you you said the beer was delicious and I got all thrown off topic. Dude, Fat people. Dude, oh, I was gonna say, dude, really, you're asking me. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. lucky I'm in this conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> we were talking about the planet animal. Uh, so yeah, I don't remember what exactly Sean's problem was. Yeah, Oh no, the juggalos are here. <laughs> That was not cops, that's the juggle. It's just four dudes outside going, woo woo! Right, fucking slamming down two liters of mountain mist, Fago dude. <laughs> Getting wild. <laughs> oh, God. But just a bunch of bleach blonde and green haired fat dudes. With <laughs> the fucking face. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what the trauma was that led Sean to become a thousand pounds, but during his episode. He's with his mother. His mother's the support. Uh, she, he lives with her. She supports him through, like, losing his weight. But they have a semi-toxic relationship. So he's, like, going up and down with weight. And the where are they now thing, I think, like, a month or two in, his mom passes away, unfortunately. Jesus. Which is the only person that he has, really. It's just him and his mom. There's no one else. Like, no one that lives near him or anything like that. Oh, shit, huh? Um, his dad is alive, but for some reason, but some reason not part of his life, really. Like, they've shown him talking to, on the phone to him, but he's never shown or anything like that. So, obviously, he doesn't have a real relationship with his father. No. Um, so, yeah, the mother dies. So, then from that on, that point on, he has a really tough time. Basically, never loses weight on his own. So, he gets admitted to the hospital because he gained too much weight back. Gets admitted to the hospital, loses a bunch of weight. Goes to a rehab facility to do physical therapy, like so he can get to like walking and stuff like that. Goes back home, 
and then he goes back to his old habits. Like, he cannot change his habit. So, at one point, he goes back home, comes back in two months. 43%. <laughs> it's not even going to be done by the time we don't record. No, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't even know why I'm letting it do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, at least he'll be ready for next time, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, in two months, at one point, he gained 188 pounds in two months. So, he gained... Pretty much the additional weight of the other woman who lost all the weight. Yeah, oh yeah. That is fucking nuts. Yeah. So he ate a person. Yes, he ate her. And then <laughs> <laughs> he ate her specifically. So she was deceased. Uh, no, uh, yeah, so he gained 188 pounds in two months. So then he's admitted to the hospital again. He's on a controlled diet. So he loses weight, goes to the PT rehab facility, continues to lose weight, goes back home, checks in with the doctor two months later. He gained in two months. Wait, starting off at... I don't know what his weight was. It's okay. A, the amount he gained is the important part. Okay. The amount he gained in two months this time. Dude, so the first one was 180. 188. This time in two months he gained 277 pounds. He gained more weight than you weighed entirely at your heaviest in two months. Almost 300 pounds in two months. It seems almost... Doesn't that seem like they're making it up? That, that seems like an unfathomable fucking amount. Like, yeah. no one can do that. I think the doctor... Apparently they can. I think the doctor said he had to have eaten like twelve to 15,000 calories a day for two months straight in order to put on that kind of weight in that time period. It's crazy. So he basically... He basically gained like 134 pounds a month. So, like, almost 40 pounds a week. It's fucking crazy. That is. Yeah. Well, actually, no. More than 134 pounds a month. Yeah. I don't month. think I eat 40 pounds worth of food in a week. No, nah, fuck no. There's I no doubt. way. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. No, not even close. It's crazy. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. Like, I couldn't imagine that amount of food. Right. It's nuts. And uh, so he he was saying, like, the doctor asked him, he's like, how do you even pay for that amount of food? Because none of these people work on this show. Like, they're no. all on disability. They're all burdens of the state. Uh, and he... Was basically like, I got some money, so he didn't say what from, he just said he got some money, so I'm assuming it was his mother's life insurance payout, uh, so he got like 10 grand or something like that, and he spent, in the doctor asked him how much he had left in two months, and he had a thousand left, so he spent nine grand in two months, almost entirely on food. Crazy. Nine grand. Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to say. I go grocery shopping every weekend. And spend $60 on food, yeah. typically. And that's including my lunches for the entire week because I like get meal food to meal prep with and I cook all my... So that's lunch and dinner. Yeah. And breakfast because I get like a thing of bagels that I yes. have uh, uh, every week. So yeah, that's all my meals for an entire week, 60 bucks. So I, I am on the pace of 240 bucks a month in food for myself. This man, $9,000. Holy shit. That is fucking crazy. That is <laughs> so yeah. insane. So they followed him around for a long time. This Where Are They Now episode ended at three years and two months in of filming this guy. Three years and two months they followed him around. And uh, at the three-year and two-month mark, uh, he passed away. Because, I mean, he's just, he couldn't stick with it. And no. like his body's so fucking damaged. I mean, you were up to 1,000 pounds. He was probably, by the time he died, he was probably back up to almost 1,000 pounds again. And so his, yeah, he just died, like, he went to cardiac arrest, like, one night at his house or something like that and just died. Um, so it showed, like, the doctor calling, like, his grandfather to let his grandfather know. Had almost no reaction, so I don't know if he had any relationship with his grandfather or his dad. So 
in this and like a sad it was pretty sad that like no one gave a fuck really once his yeah. mom died he died and like no one cared they're like all right yep yeah. all right thanks for letting me know that's basically how it went it was like, all right thanks for letting me know see you it was it was fucked that's horrible <laughs> so uh yeah that game that that was an it's like we've seen every episode of this fucking show and still every week i have something to mention because there's something surprising and fucking crazy every week like gaining almost 300 pounds in two months so, uh, I think we're still going to go back and watch the other two seasons of My Sister's Upon Life, Where Are They Now? So, we still have that. Okay. And then we also have uh, the other show, Family by the Ton, which I think each season follows around a family for the entire season, like a family of super morbidly obese people. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, I don't know how many seasons of that there are. And there's also a new show that I heard about thanks to uh, Tom Segura and Christina P. on the Your Mom's House podcast because they love TLC as much as I do. And it's called Too Fat to Transition. And it is super fat transsexual people, transgender people, whatever the fucking term is. Trannies. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely not the term, so I'll use that one. Tranny. And uh, it's people that are transsexual and they're too, they're too fat to get... Uh, you got the First Amendment on your side. Say it. Fuck yeah, dude. It's okay. <laughs> I got the Second Amendment on my side too, dude. Try to get in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Where you going, uh, Nick? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's people that are transsexuals that are too morbidly obese to have gender reassignment surgery. So it's basically them trying to lose enough weight super fast so they can get gender reassignment surgery. That is what the show is about. So I think there's one or two episodes... I think there's only one episode out right now on the TLC Go app, so I'm going to check that shit out because that seems fucking nuts. Um, yeah, that is the path forward on uh, me observing the fat people. So I will, I will stay the course, sir. Okay. And then uh, I watched uh, one other thing. I watched a film uh, rented from Redbox. Uh, Jordan Peele's follow-up to Get Out. Us. Oh, how was it? It was fucking excellent. No shit. Yes. Like, he did it again. Fuck, Get Out was awesome. Like, yeah. different, uh, definitely a different weird premise. Uh, us. Same fucking thing. Like, kept you guessing as to what the fuck was going on. Do you have any, do you, do you want me to spoil what's happening, or do you do you want to? I feel like I would it? like to see it. Okay, yeah, I won't. I won't spoil like what's going on. But you know, I know, I know some of the stuff that I've seen from the trailer, so I do know what movie you are talking about. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, it starts with like a family going on vacation, and then they are beset upon by some attackers. And then it, it's just like a weird mystery story that you're trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. Yeah, and it's like duplicates of themselves. Basically, yeah. So like, where the fuck do these people come from? Yes. So then it gets into all that. It's a excellent premise. I mean, not entirely original. I think the way they frame the premise is original. Okay. So like that, that much. I, don't know, I give them credit. It, I thought it was a great movie. Like it was creepy, not overly gory or anything. That's good. Uh, but yeah it was it's just a well made fucking movie I loved it I thought it was really good okay definitely check it out so I, 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 I probably want... rent it on like Amazon or something now I'm assuming if it's, yeah. not, if it's at Redbox I'm assuming you can yeah I was gonna say I want, I want to rent it on Amazon yeah. probably definitely check it out it's, uh, it's, it was really good I was impressed Jordan Peele's fucking crushing it dude oh he is <laughs> um, uh, and we are moving on to some wrestling Remember one, Amber's box of fire, one, Amber's face of face. Now burn 
only caught Raw from this week. Uh, I only caught the I caught the highlights. I actually missed fucking Stomping Grounds was this weekend the pay per view. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. And yeah, I know uh, Meg and I were too wrapped up in fucking my six hundred pound life. That's all we fucking watched like all weekend was that, and then we watched us. But like we just watched my six hundred pound life, and I was like, holy shit, fuck it, we missed a pay per view. It was the first pay per view we've missed since we started watching wrestling. Yeah, and uh, not much happened. The only thing I we did miss was Ricochet. Winning the uh, United States Championship yes. from Samoa Joe, so that that's like the only title game. that changed hands, right? It is, yeah. Universal title stayed. Obviously, WWE title stayed. You knew Dolph wasn't gonna fucking win, and then uh, I thought it was a cool way of winning, though. Uh, fucking Kofi, yeah. I I don't even know that I saw the highlight. He's like literally stage dived through the the middle rope out of the cage. Yeah, that's and what like it was. Fucking hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, Dolph was about to. It was a cage match. Dolph was about to crawl out of the cage slowly, and Kofi just came flying and fucking suicide dove over him out the door. Um, yeah, I do remember seeing that now. But um, all in all, that was a great match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, I didn't see it. I, I saw the 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 highlights. Yeah. On Raw. Not much going on. There was a really cool, basically a dream match, but it would have been, like, they never choreographed matches to be very exciting on regular WWE TV. No. Even though it's Ricochet versus fucking AJ Styles, which is like, goddamn. There was some breaking news today. Was it? What was it? I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to say the wrong position in the company. Oh, I know what you're about to say. You you do? Eric Bischoff. And? Paul Heyman. Yep. Yeah. They're both going to be... Like taking uh, like, yeah, like TV like WWE cre- TV exe- yeah, like, like executives yeah they're like the creative development of yeah. that which I mean dude, Eric Bischoff's done some good shit in the past dude he did great man like yeah. WCW era even when he was in WWE he was still doing yeah, good when he was general manager of Raw back in the day yeah fucking come out in a black karate gi and he fought some p- fucking people yeah awesome um, so yeah we'll this silver fox hair yeah goddamn what a handsome uh, man dude that went from like black to just <laughs> White. Yeah, shoe polish black to Ric Flair white. Yeah, <laughs> white, white. Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if uh, they actually do anything exciting now that he's got the reins. Yeah. Um, Paul Heyman too. Paul Heyman's done some good stuff as a creative. He's especially been on, on with the ECW. Yeah. Um, you know, he used to book dream matches. Yeah. I mean, he's been on and off the WWE creative team for a long time. Oh yeah. So uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll uh, put together some good stuff. But Raw this week. Not super thrilling. They recap stomping grounds. Kofi Kingston faced uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the same night yeah. and beat them both. Um, uh, but Ricochet versus AJ Styles, an amazing matchup. Um, they, like I said, they make matches like I feel like they make them purposely not very exciting on regular WWE TV. No, like it was a good match because they're both super talented. But it's nothing like an NXT Takeover match or an NXT regular television match. Yes, uh, so it was fine. Uh, AJ Styles ended up getting the win. It was a clean victory, but it wasn't for the title or anything like that. So, uh, showed respect for Ricochet afterwards, like holding his arm up and giving him the belt and shit like that after he beat him with a phenomenal forearm. But uh, uh, the only other highlight besides that that I remember was being enraged that during one point, I forget what match was happening, but the fucking Undertaker showed up. Get the uh, fuck out of here! It was uh, Roman Reigns. Is it okay? Yeah. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Joey, he was facing Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon at the same oh, time. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. And uh, yeah, so fucking uh, the and bell, boom. Yeah, and then the lights go dark, and then lights come back up. Still Und- at eighty four. Undertaker's in the ring. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Undertaker's I'm in the break ring this tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Undertaker's in the ring. He hits fucking whatever choke slam. Whatever, boring at like. 
just get just get over it. Get man. the fuck. Like I feel like now, now, if he wasn't gonna retire before, now he's like, I gotta do one more decent match before finally hanging it up forever because the Goldberg match was such a disaster. I feel like that's definitely in his head. He's like, yes. I can't let that be my last match. No, but it probably wasn't gonna be his last match anyways because no. he can't give it up and it's. Terrible to watch. It sucks. I don't want to see this dude driving his fucking legacy into the ground. I don't understand how the crowd is still so excited to see The Undertaker. I don't. He still gets huge pops. Like, I understand WWE still having him part of the fucking shows because the crowd goes fucking nuts. Yeah. It's not for me, and I don't understand why everyone loves it. No. Like, he's so, so far past his prime, it's embarrassing. So, hopefully... He and I think he, yeah when he showed up then they scheduled a match with him at Extreme Rules the next pay per view yeah it's supposed to be him uh, Undertaker Roman Reigns versus Shane O'Mac and Drew McIntyre yeah yeah like it's it's fucking insane dude like cut cut the cord I know it's it's bad like cut the fucking cord like yeah. I can't you want to be around wrestling be a fucking behind the scenes guy like all the other like fucking Fit Finley and Jamie Noble and shit like that. Yeah. They fucking hung it up. They're part of the, still part of the world. They yeah, fucking, they still travel yeah. everywhere. Right, you can still be part of it without being fucking, fucking an in-ring uh, talent. You're road not dog. Yeah, you yeah. know, even guys like fucking Billy Gunn. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's with AEW, but he's still behind the scenes. Right, yeah. he's the developmental guy. I know. That's the same thing as um, what's his name from uh, A Train. A Train. Yeah, he's the developmental one at NXT. Yeah, he's the he's the head coach. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, you don't need to do this, man. I, uh, I, I don't know when they're going to finally cut ties. I don't know if it's going to take him dying for them to cut ties completely, but I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, dude, it got to a point where, like, when Shawn Michaels came out of retirement, yeah. I knew that they were desperate. Yeah. They were fucking desperate. They were desperate, but made the complete wrong decision and went in the wrong yes. direction. Like, they were desperate for, like... To get new enthusiasm about WWE, and instead of going the NXT direction, which is their most insanely popular property, uh, instead of going in that direction, having young, super talented people that grew up on wrestling, they went the opposite way and were like, "We just got to give people fucking nostalgia nonstop." Yep. And it's it just taints everyone's view of their own nostalgia it does. because it really does. Nothing ever lives up to the way these guys used to wrestle. They like, can't do it get anymore. Me wrong. The Montreal Screwjob was a great fucking match. Yeah. Uh, Mick Foley getting thrown off the top of a hell in a cell. Yeah. That was a great match. Yeah. Uh, Triple H and Stone Cold, many great matches. Yeah. You don't need to always revisit the past. Yeah. Just fucking sh- let the highlights live on forever. No one's going to forget about those nope, moments. I mean, and you're not going to create any ones that rival them. You pay $10 a month, you can watch the highlights whenever you want. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, you can watch Undertaker with the purple gloves as many times as you want. You can watch the full episodes, the full pay-per-views. Get yeah. your fucking fill. You can just you can basically pretend go back in time and watch them weekly as if it were that time if you wanted to. If you wanted it's to. It's all there. Um but yeah, it's fucking. It's frustrating. It's super it's, frustrating. I, I just can't find any enjoyment in it. That, yeah. That's why I I don't really watch it as much. I catch the highlights, right? You know, and that's entertaining because yeah. it's the cut up version, right? Yeah, you just you get the, you get the and all I'm, the high points exactly. And I'm using it for what we do weekly. Yeah, you know, because I still find some enjoyment in it, but right. it's not entertaining. You know, you keep revisiting the past. And the other thing is you keep going backwards with storylines. Yeah, they yeah, repeating same old tired cliche shit. Yeah, like no, nobody cares about, you know, a fucking dumpster match right. anymore. Yeah. No. Nobody cares about Hell in a Cell matches that yeah. much anymore. 
You you want to do some crazy shit? Bring back a fucking inferno match. Yeah, yeah. You know, do a fucking big ass ring, ring of fire. fire. Uh, yeah, they need to they need to find something else. I don't know. Well, AEW still coming, and uh, I'm so happy about that because I, I, I if I if I feel the same way I did about watching it back when it was the Attitude Era. Yeah, I will probably be done altogether with WWE. Right, yeah. I think that could happen with a lot of people. And I think that's the only thing that will ever provoke WWE to making any real changes to their programming. They're going to have to use whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. And they're going to have to do pretty much the same thing. Which, yeah, they don't even have to do that. They could do what NXT is doing and just be like, all right, we need to highlight young, new talent with, like, amazingly choreographed matches, yes. with creative big spots and shit like that, and, like, use these people to their full potential. They rely solely on, like, the personalities, not even the personalities, just the names just of NXT, these old guys. NXT every single week, far better than both SmackDown and Raw put together. Every week. Every single week. Every without single without week. fail, no matter what. You know, Triple H, Paul Levesque, whatever you want to call him, he, as the GM of that show... Yeah. I got enthusiastic. <laughs> this Walmart table can't take much, dude. <laughs> but um, him running that show yeah. was the greatest promotion for him. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying that he's going to be the one to take the reins. It was a great. It was the greatest thing for anyone to have like any respect as some for him being like a creative behind the scenes oh, guy. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, for everyone knowing that he t- like is the guy who runs NXT then people would have a much different view of Triple H. I know I have a much new renewed respect for Triple oh, yeah. H knowing that NXT is what it is. Yeah. Uh, he but. took young talent and made it a roster. Yeah. You know, that can't be un- that can't be touched. It's, it's unbelievable that NXT has been going as long as it has been and has gone as successful as it is, and it still hasn't impacted the way that WWE's main programming is. No. It's just It hasn't changed anything, which is crazy. It just, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm still shocked by it because it's been going on for years, but I don't know. I still keep thinking one day it'll change, and it's going to take AEW to change them. And that's exactly the way I feel about yeah. it. They might fucking change. It might be too little too late if fucking AEW takes off like a fucking rocket. Dude. You never know. They could be the new WWE, and WWE might end up fucking folding if they siphon enough uh, viewers. Like, that's true. I, it's, it's hard to envision that happening right now because it's like one of the biggest it's companies still ever. still such an infantile stage. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. Um, that's all I got for wrestling. We can move on to some video games. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> So, uh, you able to squeeze in any game in this week? I did squeeze in a little bit this oh, week. I squeezed in a little bit of... God of War. God of War. Oh. All right. Oh, it felt good to get back into it. Get out a lot of rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God of War games are the best for getting out rage. Oh, absolutely. I mean, less so in the new one, but uh, historically in all the God of War games, Kratos the angriest character ever created. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuel only by rage and murder. Yes. <laughs> um... So, uh, whereabouts are you at? And so, like, what have you done recently in the game? Do you recall? Uh, recently, uh, mostly just kind of, I don't want to say, like, 
not free traveling, mm-hmm. but you know, kind of going around and checking out some areas, exploring the world. Exploring the world yeah. is pretty much what's going on. There is a bunch of like cool side shit to find. Like there's side quests in this game. There's like random little like hidden things that you can find. So see, those are the things that I've watched a couple YouTube videos on yeah. to see where some of the stuff is. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's just fun. Yeah. You know, it's one of those mindless games where there's no. I don't want to say no real overarching story because yeah. there is. Yeah. But it's it's fun. You don't to, have to partake in it the entire time. Exactly. You can veer off here right. and there. You can progress the story at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's usually what that's what I did. I played for about like an hour and a half, uh, maybe two three times this yeah. week. Yep. So, you know, well, hour and a half each time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, yeah, and it was fun. You know, it's just something to kind of break it up. You know, I. Uh, I don't feel like I've lost taste in the division. Yeah. But it just hasn't piqued my interest lately. Yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna go back. Like, uh, and I haven't, I haven't touched Days Gone in, in God knows how long. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I want to get back on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'll play that at some point. Like I said when it first came out, I was like, I know I'll play it at some point, but I have so much other stuff to play that I might as well wait until I can get Days Gone for like twenty bucks. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, it looks uh, like it'd be up my alley. Um. I played a little bit more Metal Gear Solid Five this past week, so oh. I'm pushing along with that. I want to finish that before I move on to anything else, but that's a fucking long-ass game, dude. Oh, like, yeah. I've been doing a bunch of the main missions and a bunch of side ops just to uh, oh. be able to... Oh, we got a complete Windows update? We got 100%, but it ain't doing anything. Okay, so it's not. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Fuck you, Windows. <laughs> so uh, It's ruled by the Jews. Yeah, fucking Jay's control the computers and Hollywood. Everybody knows it. Why are you saying don't stay obvious shit like that? Uh, you know how much you know how much we're gonna make fun of you for that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I've been doing a bunch of side ops, a bunch of main missions. I'm only on main mission twenty three, I think, and there's fifty, and I've done like forty side missions, and uh, just because I want to do a bunch of side ops because I want to make sure that all my gear is like heavily upgraded so that I can like continue progressing that way as well as progress with the story. But like, uh, yeah, just the thought of I've I've put in because you can check your playtime in the game to see how long you've been playing. Okay, I've already put in thirty hours, and I am less than halfway through the main missions, so that is making it feel very daunting. <laughs> so I'm gonna try thirty hours, and you're not e- not even halfway. Not even halfway through the main story. So I'm gonna try and like. I've gotten stuff pretty upgraded where I'm like I'm in a pretty good place where I think I can not do side missions for a, a decent while and just keep hammering through main missions in a while. So I should be able to get like 10 done in the next week. So maybe in a few weeks I'll get towards the end. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try just pushing through the main mission stuff uh, for a while, try to get closer to the end. Because uh, if you were to just like do the quickest way possible and do like all the main missions as soon as you can, it's supposed to be like a 45-hour long game. And I'm already at the 30-hour mark and not even halfway, so I've definitely been doing a lot of side shit. So uh, I'll try pushing through the main missions because I want to complete this game and move on to something else at some point. Of course. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for video games. Do you have any miscellaneous hacks? I have one. Oh, baby. Hit me with the music. So, uh, this one only happened a couple days ago, so oh, it's still fresh. Fresh in the mind. I, uh, it was outside work, 
And uh, it was a, it was a warm day a couple of days ago. I think it was a Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was outside having you know myself a cigarette in between some of my appointments, and uh, I saw something that I just I, it was one of those questions you need to ask in life. You know how when you just it just pops right out. Yeah. You feel stupid when you ask. Yes. But it just has to be asked. Okay. So. I'm standing, there, I'm standing there, and I see this kid in front of me with all the windows down. He's got his shades on. He seems like a cool kid, or what cool is today. He's listening to fucking Lil Nas X. He's fucking crushing life. He's swimming in sniz at the local high school. <laughs> uh, so, but like I said, it was one of those questions that I had to ask, and he didn't have his radio all that loud. So, <laughs> I don't know why, but it just popped out. I go, my... Hey, hey, my man. And he looks at me and he go, I don't know why I said it like a homeless man, but I was just like, hey, my man. Got any money? Yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at me and I go, where's your shirt? Oh, you <laughs> I had to ask. My boy's riding around topless, titties hanging out. Yeah, there. titties hanging out in the sunshine, but he's driving like a, a Honda Accord. Of course, uh, You didn't have to say that. I already knew. <laughs> it was either that or maybe I thought maybe a Nissan Maxima, but you know it's gonna be one of those. Of course, we're in Fall River here, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so you asked him if he was why he was yeah I was asking myself why where's your shirt yeah and he was just like it's hot out and I went yeah but I got a shirt on <laughs> where's your air, you got air conditioning in that sweet fucking ninety nine Accord <laughs> it might have been a ninety something Accord <laughs> yeah. I know it was. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I had. It was just seemed like it was a funny thing, so. It seems, uh, very tame for what you probably I, will be seeing in Fall River for, in the near future, I'm sure. Oh, I've, I've seen some other stuff. I, I, I don't know how far you want me to go. I mean, uh, guy I work with, uh, Kevin I recently saw Fall a River. woman yelling a bunch of racial slurs and stuff out her window with, uh, Two kids sitting in the back seat. Hell yeah, dude. Was she yelling at any, anyone in particular, or was she just mad at a different it race? Was, it, was, uh, it was a woman who was a black. Okay. And uh, yelling at a man who was, uh, let's just say, since we're already on the on the, the racial subject, yellow. Okay. <laughs> and it was the most racially infused yelling I've heard in a long time. Any, Did, any What were some of the key words that she threw out there? Was she, were they... Uh, racial slurs towards yellow people or towards our own people? Uh, towards what? The, the word nigger was in there a few times. Of course it was. Oh, of yeah. course it was. <laughs> um, but mostly it seemed like all the Asias and like everything put together, like there wasn't one race. Like she threw out chink, she threw out gook, she threw out jap. Oh, she threw uh, them all in there. She's, she making, just, she's making sure she gets him with one she, of them. She just wanted to make sure she struck a chord somewhere. That was just a fucking shotgun blast of uh, ra- of Asian ra- racial epithets. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure she hits him. But, um... She just keeps throwing him out there until she sees him shed a tear. Like, oh, that's the one. I know I said I had one. But I wanted to keep that one as a dark horse because I knew it wasn't that entertaining. <laughs> Fucking toss it out there. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go for two. <laughs> I was going to say, because I know Fall River can get pretty wild because the guy I work with, uh, Kevin, lives in Fall River. And he said, pretty sure he said that he's seen people like or someone walking down the street with like a machete or something like that. I've never seen that. So prepare yourself because uh, he lives very close to your shop. Very okay. Close, like around the corner so on a nearby street. He's, okay. Because he said... 
because uh, he listens to the show, so he's uh, he knew that you worked at a new shop, and he asked me where it was, oh, what the name of the shop was. Yes. And he told me he's like, oh, that's from fucking right around the corner from my house. Great. Yeah. So he's seen some shit. So you will also see some shit. All right. I. Uh, he claims I, it's not that frequent. I don't believe him though. <laughs> I I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right then. Well, we'll close it up. Our closing music is Cthulhu by the Acacia Strain. <laughs> episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes where you can rate and review us. You can get them on any podcast app or you can stream or download it from our website nerdipa.com. You can email us at podcast at nerdipa.com and you can follow us on Instagram at nerdipapodcast. That's it. See ya. Oh, <laughs>